Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're here. We're doing it. It's already been two weeks. I feel like this podcast just sneaks up on everybody. Not just me recording it, but just even you people. Like, you just kind of forget it exists for a while. Then all of a sudden, if you're subscribed to it, you just see this download come, you go, shit, it's been two weeks. I've accomplished nothing in those two weeks. That's how I feel most of the time. Every time I get ready to sit down, I'm like, oh, I got to cut a little bit before I record it. No, you don't have any time. It's happening. It's coming fast and furious. You think every two weeks is in a log is a this doing this stuff and getting older has just warped the perception of time and reality. You guys, two weeks used to be an eternity. Now it doesn't. La- it's not long enough. It just goes on forever. It's if you got a jam packed schedule, man. Anytime you got a jam packed schedule, you are just in it, right? And a two-week span can go like that. But if you have nothing to do, it feels like an eternity. Like when I went to Salt Lake earlier this year, I was hanging around. It was like my vacation, just hanging out with the buddies that I knew from there and staying out there and doing comedy and having a good time, you know. Yeah. It, out there for a week, it when I had nothing else to do, I had to find a way to fill time. Man, it that's when time creeps on you, man. Trying to fill time. When you don't have anything else to do, is whew, burner, burn in. But I filled my time this weekend, guys. Oh boy, did I have a fun one! It was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. I got to have my first patio beer of the year. I'm a little behind, a little behind on the patio beer. There's something just so rewarding about drinking a beer on a patio. It is one of Life's simplest pleasures, man. It's just the absolute, it's the best, dude. I love drinking a beer on a patio. I love going to some place to get, you know, an early lunch or a late breakfast. I won't say the word for it. I won't say it. I'm too much of a man. I won't use that B word. <laughs> I don't say that B word because it comes with underlying tones of why you're there. No, I just don't. I don't know. I think it's a weird term. I think it's weird when we combine other terms, you know. Anyway, no, I just I don't like brunch. I don't like the term brunch. Something about it bothers me. It, it, the the combining of those brunch. It sounds bad. It sounds like it doesn't sound like it should be a pleasant thing. Like we're gonna go to brunch. It it sounds like you're gonna get get tortured. Yeah, we we just spent a couple hours at brunch. What the fuck is brunch? It do, it sounds like a German sex act that you don't want to be a part of. Like if someone goes into a uh, brothel on the red light district in Europe and asks us for a brunch, it, you're like that guy's fucked. <laughs> That guy is fucked up. Ah, that guy always comes in here and asks for a brunch. But yeah, I, uh, when it, it was like eleven thirty, so you know, had a nice little. Uh, you get a you got a choice at that point, and got had himself something. And I drank something a little different this time. You know, I'm a high life guy. Love love me some Miller High Life. Love living the high life, dude. I like drinking the champagne of beers. You know. Sorry for all the rock rambling in there. That's not water, by the way. I'm behind you guys. That is Baja Blast because I needed a pick-me-up. I needed to feel like I was riding through the Baja and just getting blasted with sand. 
I always think about that with names, dude, of products. Then I'll get back to my story here. But, like, it's called Baja Blast. And Baja is it makes me think of, like, the Baja 500 where you're racing through, like, a desert on a Baja car. You know, it's just like through dunes and shit. And they called this Baja Blast. So, to me, someone took a drink of this and went... Yeah, this tastes good. What does it remind you of? It reminds me of getting blasted in the faces with sand in a Baja race. And they're like, Baja Blast, dude. Yeah, yeah, woo. This is what it reminds me of, getting blasted with sand. It's like a <laughs> it's like a power sander blasting the fucking paint off the side of a house. I lost my first layer of skin on my face at the last Baja race I was in. <laughs> Everybody thought I was pink from sunburn. No, I just had sand blast me so hard it rubbed my face raw. <laughs> I had to wear those goggles and I just had fresh skin underneath. <laughs> just peeling your face back with sand. Anyway, but I switched it up. I had Michelob Ultra, which underrated beer, I have to say. An underrated beer for sure. Especially for a patio drink. Because a lot of people, oh, it's like drinking water though, man. Like, there's nothing to it. That's why it's great. It just is enough, and you're not filled. You can drink, like, two or three of them. You can, like, drink four or five, okay? Let's be real. You can get down to a, you can get close to a six-pack of those uh, Michelob Ultras, dude. And you're not going to feel shit. You can feel like you're drinking people under the table. It's basically drinking non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> Michelob Ultra is like cheating in a drinking contest. Like if you were going to do Edward 40 hands and you and your buddies had Bush Light or even like Budweiser, of course, you know, to, uh, that Bud Heavy, right? And Or Bush Light even. Let's keep it in Bush Light realm, you know. So they, you're doing Edward Ford hands, and your boy's got Bush Light, and somehow you magically found some convenience store that sold 40 ounces of Michelob Ultra, and you showed up with that, your buddies would start screaming at you because that's perform-enhancing drugs for Edward Ford hands, okay? You are trying to cheat the system and trying to win with Edward Ford hands, and that's not cool, man, okay? Don't fucking do that. Don't, don't, don't you dare disrespect the game of Edward Forty Hands by coming in here with your lighter than light beer. <laughs> it's like they took Bush Light and filtered it again. <laughs> if you can see through the beer, there might be a problem. <laughs> but underrated beer, man. Underrated beer for a patio drinking, dude. It's a good time. That's my goal this year is to spend more time on patios, mainly the one uh, at my girlfriend's house. She has a nice patio. The other day, she needed the lawn mode, and she just didn't want to do it. She didn't feel like it, but it needed to get done right. Dude, I stepped right in. Fucking, oh, I can I can mow the lawn. I, can mow, I, I got this, babe. I can do, I can do this. That's no problem. Uh, dude, just full on, just ready to go. Dude, mowing the lawn having a beer, and just cruising around, listening to, dude, I went old school, because I used to have to mow my lawn when I lived with my parents, you know, high school days, and I, this is back in the iPod day, dude, where you, I had to just listen to my iPod the whole time while I mowed, dude, and it ripped, I just listen to full albums, I threw on Green Day's American Idiot just as a throwback while I was mowing the lawn, Ooh, was I singing out there just on the lawnmower? Don't want to be an American idiot. Oh, shit. I just ran over a hose. 
just living up to being an American idiot on that tractor, dude. Just riding that John Deere, having a fucking blast. Mowing the lawn is underrated. And I was on a rider mower, which makes it even more fun. I actually don't mind doing a push mow for a lawn care. Okay, dude? Getting a nice exercise in. You're just pushing. If you don't have a flat, if you have a flat yard, that is. Man, if you got hills, pushing a fucking mower sucks. And sometimes even like if you live in a place where you have mostly flat and you do have a rider and it's like better to do that, but then you have like a giant hill or a fucking uh, ditch. For some reason, you know, you live out in the country a little bit and you got a ditch. Sometimes you still got a push mow, dude. Oh, that's brutal. Push mowing any kind of hill sucks. So I will give you that. But I do like a push mow. But man, just being on a fucking riding lawnmower, cutting your grass, having a beer, singing middle school hits <laughs> just belting out tunes from a time past when you were like man ah this this song really speaks to me and is talking about something man and you know i'm not gonna be like every other person in this world man and that's what this music's telling me to do man and now all of a sudden you're 30 years old and you're mowing the lawn just like your dad was <laughs> Ooh, how the cycle goes around Dude, I love it, though. I feel like I was destined to do that in a weird way. I feel like I was really destined to be like one of those cliche homeowners. You know, uh, I fantasize. And I might have brought this up on the podcast before, but I like speaking it out there. I like to put it out in the universe. I fantasize about mowing my lawn and then like it's sunset and, and then I just go out there and then I sit on my patio and I look out over the lawn just like... That's what's up. And I just crack a Miller Lite <laughs> and sit there. And, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's I did that. I fucking relish in that moment, dude. And I love it. And I, I don't know why mowing the lawn has always been one of those things that, like, pumps me up. It's just the solitaire. Soli like, nobody bothers you. No, every, If you're mowing your lawn, one, the mower's loud, right? Two, you're you're trying to get a task done. It, it people just respect that you're trying to get something done. Like even I didn't want to interrupt my dad when he was mowing the lawn, and he didn't interrupt me either. It's a mutual respect thing you get when you mow the lawn, dude. Like people don't come up and try to stop you, you know. And even and there and I probably could be wrong. There's probably a few, you know, errands out there. You know, your neighbor Aaron, who just walks up, and he's like, hey, wait, how's it going? He stops you. He he thinks he's like, oh, I can stop you because you can't, I can talk to you until you fire it back up. I can, he just wants to play, play that game. He's like, how long can I distract you from getting done what you want? <laughs> if you try to do that thing where you ignore him, like you didn't see him, that's why you always wear sunglasses while you're fucking mowing, dude. Always wear dark sunglasses. You wear dark sunglasses. That way, your neighbor doesn't know where your eyes are looking. If you're mowing, you got dark shades on, and he waves. You can still see him, but you can just ignore it. And you got headphones in. It's a mower. You can't hear him going, hey! Ah! No, you can ignore his ass <laughs> and just keep going. And If he keeps going, you know, when he sneaks up, then you can, like, hit him with the mower and be like, ah, oh, he was on my property. I didn't see him there, and I'm sorry about it. I didn't mean to do that. You just spooked me. <laughs> 
Uh, but that's why you wear dark shades. You can avoid eye contact and just keep going. Ah, oh, fuck! I, I, I don't want to talk to that guy. I gotta get this done. The ball game's on. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of dads now. If you're really into baseball, right? If you're like I am, I, like there's definitely guys, especially with the way technology is now, they save the lawn mowing time to watch games or big events in the summer. It's the perfect move. You want to listen or watch the game? You can, you know, there's all sorts of gadgets now to just like like magnetically stick your phone on it. You just put that on the front of the fucking mower and you just turn it sideways. You got your earbuds in and you're just watching the game while you're doing it. And no one's going to come out and bother you. You're getting the Vaughn mode, but you're just also watching the Padres versus the Braves. <laughs> I want to see who games this. This is going to affect the race. <laughs> this affects the pennant race, babe. Okay, I have to get this watched. I guarantee that's happening all the time now. Guys just know, like, if I, it's going to take me an hour and a half to mow the lawn, and I can watch an hour and a half of sports uninterrupted. <laughs> I just have to deal with the sound of a giant motor blaring behind me. <laughs> Fantastic, dude. Yeah, being a homeowner, man, I fantasize about that shit. You can do whatever you want. That's the great part. Is like it's your house. You can do whatever you want unless you live in an HOA and those Nazis tell you what you can and can't do with your place. <laughs> there are things you can't do with your house, right? And that brings me to the thing I found this week. I, guys, I brought another news article this week uh, because this one was too crazy not to bring up. This is fan. This is crazy. I, I don't know if anybody got hurt, and I hope they didn't, but this headline made it just like, I just had to bring it up to the podcast. So this week we're talking about jury convicts Oregon man who rigged his home with Indiana Jones booby traps, injuring federal officers. Cool. I does say he only injured them. He didn't do that. Also, it's the federal officer. Like, uh, what, 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 what organization do you do? If he just had a giant boulder roll out an IRS agent. <laughs> Guy trying to collect his taxes that he was like, how about not, federale? <laughs> how about you chase yourself out of there? He he tried to slide out of the door as it was going down with the giant ball rolling at him, and he lost his clipboard with his tax <laughs> percentages and had to reach back and get it. Oh, man, just taking out an IRS agent. That'd be great. All right, but uh, it turns out George, uh, uh, Georgie, or Gregory, Georgie, boy, Wade, you're doing great. Gregory Lee Rodvelt, 71, found guilty of assaulting a federal officer and discharging a firearm in in a criminal in in a crime of violence. Oh, huh. okay. Let's read out what, what happened to him, though. Oh my God, this man. Okay, before we even get to the George uh, Gregory Roosevelt, holy shit. I've seen that person in my my grandmother's nursing home. <laughs> dude, that hairstyle's wild looking, dude. This is what like Ray, Ray Liotta's character is supposed to look like at the end of Goodfellas. <laughs> like, this is the guy who looked like him. Holy shit, dude. That is crazy. That guy has dead eyes, too. He does not give a fuck. He was like, fuck those federal agents, dude. In Oregon, a man rigged his home. With Indiana Jones-inspired booby traps of a round hot tub <laughs> that was on its side set to roll down the hill was found guilty uh, in charge stemming from 
2018 incident. Oh, this happened in 2018. Uh, in which a federal agent was injured, officials said Tuesday. The federal jury in Medford uh, found uh, Gregory Lee Robert, 71, guilty of assaulting a federal officer using and, uh, and using and discharging a firearm during the retaliation of the crimes of violence. Said the U.S. Attorney General, or serious, uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office for Oregon, said in a statement, Roosevelt has lost his home in a lawsuit after he had learned that he received that a receiver had been appointed to sell that property. He proceeded to booby trap it. A federal prosecutor said, "Well, why? How did he lose his house, though?" In a lawsuit, like I'd like to know that. Like, what did he learn? This is like that whole thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what Killdozer was. It was that guy who manufactured his own bulldozer that was bulletproof, and he sealed himself in and destroyed a small town uh, because the government of that small town was fucking him hard. Apparently, nobody talks about that part. They just talk about how he's a monster and destroyed this whole town. Um, it's a, that's a crazy story. There's a documentary about there, uh, I think called Killdozer. You should check out. It's a very interesting story, but I just like to know, like, how did he lose his home? Is this an imminent domain thing? Cause if he lost his home it, over the, the government taking it, I kind of side with him. The fucking fact that they could just take land and do whatever they want sucks. It must've been something federal since they have like the pro like federal prosecutors in there. A bomb specialist with the FBI and the Oregon State Police were asked to inspect the property after Ro Rodvelt uh, was arrested in Arizona in, 2000, in April 2017 and charged with unlawful possession of explosives. FBI Special Agent Jeffrey Gray wrote in an affidavit. Jesus Christ, dude. You, this guy went to fucking Arizona and found some explosives and was like, you're not taking my fucking house, dude. This is wild. This is I haven't read any of this yet. This is all new to me. So here we go. When the bomb specialist got uh, to the man's former property in Williams, about 30 miles west of Medford, on September 7, 2018, uh, they came upon a minivan blocking the front gate and Upon closer inspection, saw it was rigged with two booby traps, according to the affidavit. They discharged the trap and got to the home's front where they sp uh, spotted a hot tub uh, tangled, uh, tilted at an angle, said authorities. When the FBI reached out, reached him in Arizona, Rodvelt stated that he had set up fishing line as tripwire across the property gate uh, that went to the round hot tub that w was on the side set to roll down the hill and hit whoever was coming through the gate. Ravelt described it by referring to a uh, stone rolling down in the Indiana Jones movie. Rodvelt also talked about uh, talked of other tripwires on the property and a spike trap made with nails and wood, which was designed by flat to to flatten tires. Rodvelt was not provided any additional specifics about the trip wires. Damn, this dude 
was ready to go to war for his house. He was not playing around. Also, I, I'd like to know, at this point, you know, he's losing his house. I feel like you're using a lot of money to build these booby traps. You could have probably gotten a nice down payment on a house. I guess he's retired. I mean, buying a new house at that point would be pretty hard. And also, I guess, getting a used round hot tub isn't as bad as you think it is. Buying a new one, very expensive. Buying a used one, not that hard. You know how many people on Craigslist right now has have hot tubs that they're just trying to give the fuck away? Because getting them out of a house or getting rid of them is so much harder than buying one. Because like, you got to get them out of the space. A lot of times you can go find free hot tubs. If you're looking for one and you can figure out how to transport it, you can get hot tubs for on the cheap, yo. So that's not as big of an expense. But all the other stuff seems pretty expensive. But then I think about it. No, it's not. He made a tire, you know, strap, you know, to, to pop those tires out of nails and stuff. Nails are fucking cheap. Cheap shit. That's, that's why they make those, uh, people make bombs with, the, like, where those rice cooker things. And, yeah, it's scary because they put those shrapnel things in there. That's what the pirates used to do, dude. Those blunderbuss, they just put whatever the fuck they could find in there and shoot you with it. It's wild as fuck. I'm reading the book about those pirates, dude, and they wouldn't fuck around. Anyway, let's continue to read. To uh, enter the house, based upon the premises of the aforementioned booby traps, law enforcement officers use an explosive charge to breach the front door, uh, the affidavit said. Once they got inside, they came upon a wheelchair, and after it was bumped, it triggered a homemade gunshot device that discharged a forty-one. Uh, a 41 caliber shotgun shell. Is that what that is? A f- whatever. Point uh, 0.410 shotgun shell that struck an F- the FBI bomb technician below the knee. The U.S. Federal's fucking Christ. He literally had a... He was building Rue Goldberg traps in his fucking house, dude. The agent was rushed to the hospital where he was treated and released, said, officials said. Rodvelt faces up to 20 years behind bars uh, when he was sentenced by the pro- uh, sentence, prosecutor said. Uh, that's an unrealistic maximum sentence, defense attorney uh, Benjamin Kim said Wednesday. Kim declined uh, to comment further. Well, he's saying that because the guy's fucking 71, but he's clearly a danger to people. He did, He's clearly having some kind of psychotic issue or whatever. Are there comments on this? Oh, no, stop that fucking... I don't want this... No, stop. Ah, fucking sponsorship. I was trying... Sorry. Sorry about that, people. Hopefully you didn't hear that. That was annoying. But, yeah. uh, I was trying to see if there was comments. They used to have comments under news articles, and it was a lot of fun. Remember when the internet was fun? They used to let us say weird shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that was a good good one, though. That's, That's a wild story, man. That's an example of, like, if you have a house, it doesn't mean you can do whatever you want with it. You can't put in booby traps because then things happen, and bad uh, bad people build that. It's I want to know what else he was involved in. He's got to have more of a rap sheet, I feel like. He's got to have some longer criminal record. That can't over be just because your house is getting taken from you. Unless you just, you really like that house. It was the perfect layout, you know? Uh, raised his kids there. He had a good bunch of good memories, and they're just trying to take it away from him. I'd like to know what the lawsuit was, why he lost the house. It, that's that's what I would like to know. But I'm not going to look into it. It's not my job. You know, they should have put it in the article. 
fill me in to why what this motivating this guy, you know? They don't do that. They don't want you to sympathize. You shouldn't sympathize with that guy. The guy's building booby traps and fucking trying to kill people with wheelchair-triggered shotguns. Not a good time. But you know what is a good time, guys? Punninggame.com. That's right, guys. Punninggame.com is your favorite place to be entertained. We got all sorts of cool podcasts for you. Uh, we got this show, Not Worth the Time. You got Who Gives F with myself and Nathan. You have all the back catalog of all the other great podcasts that have been on our sh- network. Uh, you can check all those out at punninggame.com. So go over there and check that out. And if you want to watch this show... Got, or see some stand-up clips and just laugh and just hours and hours of content. Go over to YouTube.com and search Comic Way Taylor. Comic Way Taylor is where you can find the video version of this podcast and Who Gives a F and see all that stuff and weekly clips of my stand-up that I've been putting out recently, guys. Thank you for everyone who's been uh, joining the YouTube uh, and liking all those videos, really appreciate that. It helps uh, share it with some people if you think it's going to be f- something they like. You know, just want to... Ha- Bring it to people and have them enjoy it and uh, hopefully maybe brighten some people's day with some jokes, you know. That's what this all is about. And then, guys, if you want to really support punninggame.com, head over to the Punning Game shop where you can get yourself t-shirts, hoodies, all sorts of cool stuff to represent your favorite shows here at punninggame.com. And don't forget to use the promo code NWTPOD. That's NWTPOD. And that gets you free shipping at checkout at the Punning Game shop. NWTPOD is what will get you free shipping at checkout. So go do that. That'll be great. Uh, on if Guys, if you want to see me do some shows, uh, I got one lined up right now at the end of June. June 30th, I'll be at the Beachwood Lounge performing there uh, with a bunch of local comics. It's uh, the Bomb Shelter Showcase at the Beachwood. It's a fantastic show. Um, it's always a limited seating. Um, it, the, it's in a small basement show, but man, is it a lot of fun. It's always it, We always pack it out, and it's a great fucking time. So come out to that. It'll be a good time. Uh, other than that, guys, thank you for listening to Not Worth the Time. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs>